I get paid to sing a love song. I get paid to make you smile. When I see you sitting softly, I want to rest for a while. Oh, sweet the melody that plays from the sky. It sings to me of paradise, and I just want to cry. There's no mention of this heart song that fills me when I fly high. It's a sweet and tender feeling that brings tears to my eyes. I get paid to sing a love song. I get paid to make you smile when I see you sitting softly. I want to rest for a while. Hello, hello, friends. Hello, and welcome to this part two of our Journey to Lionsgate series. This is door number two, the 666 portal, and we will be diving into the mysteries of what that door is bringing for each one of us. Don't worry if you can't see me. I think I had some uh, people comment before, like, I couldn't see your face, and I was like, that's okay. You don't have to necessarily see me clearly. There's different light beams and things coming in around me. Um, that are bringing in light codes and, and so forth, um, the sound of my voice. So you don't always necessarily have to see me clearly in order to receive the message and all that. So there's nothing wrong with your, nothing wrong with your channel. All right, so let's get settled in here. I don't know why this happens now at the beginning of every episode, so I have to crack like this thing, but anyway, there's lots to cover, so if you're new, um, you're joining at just the right time, just the right moment. Don't worry about anything that might have come before this. I just saw one, one, one on my counter. Um, settle in and I will, we'll, we'll get you all caught up where you need to be. If you're returning, I hope you had an interesting 555 gateway and that your first door um, that your keys unlocked because we've been working with three keys from last year around the same time um, that we did a scavenger hunt for. Um, but one of your keys unlocked a door and now we're getting ready to unlock the second door. So we've got one more door and one more key to use to or to be used um, for the 777 gateway before we get to Lionsgate. So this is probably gonna go pretty deep I will have a little announcement later on in the show for, um, for something. I just want to wait a little bit before I do that. So let's get settled into sacred space. Put on your master ears, master eyes, master senses, your spiritual senses, and come out of your reality and into my magical space here at TLC for the Soul. As I wrap us all in love light and light love, inviting in the guides who overlight this show. Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, the Pleiadians, and more. I just want to play a little bit. There's so many new tools. They're not new tools, so many tools. Just kind of calling in, calling in the guides, clearing our space. They sound better apart. Two two balls that sound better apart that are meant to be used together. They're kind of like these worry, I don't know what they're called officially. I kind of forgot, but anyway. They do have dragons on them. Oh my gosh, and we work with, we've been working with dragons a lot on this show.
Like I don't, that doesn't sound good when you have to hit them together. Um, I do have an announcement to make for um, anyone interested in the Soul Flame versus Twin Souls kind of journey. Um, I will be doing a free workshop offline. It'll be recorded. Um, something I will do and send to you probably later this month. If you're interested in signing up for that, you can go to the homepage of my website. The, um, uh, it's just because I'll be diving a little bit deeper. And so if you're really serious about wanting to know more about that path or, or messages meant just for you that are supposed to find you in that special space, then you can go sign up for that. You just need to pop in your email address. Um, it's right when you get to the top of my homepage. I think it does say June the 8th, but just disregard the date for now. Um, if you sign up for that, I'm gonna see how many people sign up. Um, and I may solicit questions in advance of me. This is going to be recorded. This is not gonna be some live thing. I just, it's just live just doesn't, at this, for that doesn't really work at the moment. Um, and most of you can't never make it live anyway, so <laughs> it's just better to record it. I'll record it and then I'll send it the link out to you. It'll be a private recorded video um, for those that sign up for it. So look for that. The link is in the show notes to the homepage of my website and you can sign up for that. All right. Last video, I shared my box of incense that came back to me with all my other stuff. And I'm just going to take, I've got this whole series, I think it's really fun. It's, I've got earth, air, fire, water, and spirit, I think. I don't know, there's another one in here somewhere. Where are you? Every time I turn around, I'm discovering some really cool things. Oh, this one's fire. So let's go ahead and use fire since it was like hiding out. And dragons are already coming into the show via those old Qigong balls or whatever they are. Alright, so here's the layout of what we're going to do. We're going to like this little incense. We're going to um, look at the second part of our Rose of San Juan Capistrano story. You've probably forgotten the first story. Obviously it was over about a month ago. Um, we'll bring up to speed. This is our bringers of the light story. This is you, you're a bringer of the light. I'm a bringer of the light. This is a series of books that I write and stories that I channel in for us to work with in kind of workbook style. Um, but they also go out as books for people who want to read magical stories, um, then they're out there as well. Any, any stories I write, links to everything I talk about that is my work and our work for, for my creative team and myself and all of the spirit friends that come in for all these works of art that we do, um, links to all that stuff is always in the notes of this show. So all my eBooks can be read for free. Something just floated by the window. Floated by? Something floated by the window. All right, let's see what the, this is the element of fire, essential incense. So let's light this. So this is more than just work because I think in a sense sometimes this is a little bit of work to come to these videos and come to these shows you're listening you're putting on your psychic senses you're trying to intuit what messages are meant for you but i also want it and intend it to be kind of a relaxing space where we can just hang out together share in the goodness and the blessings of the guys that surround this show the angels angels and if anything if you don't necessarily get any specific messages about the 666 then your energy is being oh this smells really good then your energy is being cleared there's guides who work throughout the show during the duration of the show if there's any healing or clearing you want you just have to ask for it and they will come in and surround you it's kind of like angelic reiki where we're doing a little bit more shamanic because you usually have power animals that come through and work with you while you're watching, but you just need to say yes, you agree to that or you want that and they will come in and work with your energy, clear your energy. Oh my gosh, this smells really good. All right, this is fire. Let's put it over here. All right. 
The other announcement before I just dive into this because it, it is pertinent is I have started a second YouTube channel. It's called Loveland Tarot. I'll put the link to it in the notes of this show. It's also in the featured channels on the homepage of this channel. Um, what I've decided to do there is obviously I design and create a bunch of Oracle and card decks, right? So we'll be using the decks on the show, but the messages are going to be more, um, a little bit more high level and not so advanced. And it's just, again, another relaxing place, but I think we'll, we'll, and I saw nine 11, which is my Archangel Michael <laughs> calling card. So it's kind of like, I'm just following my inner guidance. Um, part of my soul mission and soul purpose and we're trying to bring more people into the into the into the light not to me necessarily but more people are coming into the light more people are turning on to their bringers of the light status that you are a high priest or priestess that you are an empath that you are 144,000 one of the 144,000 that you are um, a star seed or whatever you want to call yourself, more people are turning on to that. But sometimes the messages of this show, this channel, TLC for the Soul, are a little bit more out there. They're, they're saying out there. They're a little bit more out there and advanced. And so um, to appeal to some different um, knowledge levels and spiritual journey levels, I've opened up the Loveland Tarot channel. So I did post a reading there this morning that, and sometimes I'll do that while, while, while they will go in, where my lips, my lips, we're still in Mercury retrograde shadow, where um, the messages will play off of each other. So this morning I created a video over there called um, June, 2022 what doors are opening for you and so in this and I invited those folks if they wanted to dive deeper kind of like an extended reading to come over to this channel and watch this particular video and vice versa the same goes for you we're still going to draw cards here but if you want to see kind of the introductory like I will share with you what it is but that may just be a channel you go and kind of zen out and just to listen to the you know watch the cards go by and play with the colors and the things that are in the video um what we drew over there is there were in this 666 portal, there's two doors opening, not just one, but two. And what we teased out there through the cards was that we're in somewhat of a void space, my favorite place to be, for the next three weeks, or um, I guess it's roughly three weeks, until the solstice. So it's, it's maybe it's more like two weeks. Well, they said three weeks, so three weeks was this kind of void period, but the solstice um, kind of was like a turning point to where there were two things coming in. One was a spiritual partnership, um, not necessarily a romance, some sort of partnership with another person, could be a romance, doesn't necessarily have to be, um, where a cup was going to be offered um, within the next three weeks. Oh, they're saying, after the three weeks, after, okay, after the three weeks is up, a cup was going to be offered. And then um, the other door was more of like a spiritual awakening that you didn't have all the answers to exactly what was being awakened within you, but it was very much um, water and fire based. So it was very much a heart opening and a, um, really the whole chakra system was being impacted because there was a staff and a serpent involved, but the crown was getting the biggest activation. And it was an activation that was, instead of spiraling up, like the Kundalini kind of goes, when you see the Kundalini serpent kind of goes up, it was more like a, almost like an angelic serpent, for lack of a better word, an angelic dragon is what they were calling it, coming down and enlightening your crown even further, doesn't matter, they said, how far along you are on this path, um, everybody's that's, um, everybody that's signed up for this, everyone that has decided to keep going on this journey and is at a certain advanced, is it just advanced? They're saying it's like advanced only, that if you're at a certain advanced level on your journey, you're getting an even larger upgrade. 
that an angelic serpent, and this is happening over the period, over the course, they're saying of the next three weeks, some angelic serpent fire energy has been working its way down through you. And they have to do it subtly because if not, they would like totally like fire circuits. But it's not going to be entirely clear to you yet what this angelic serpent upgrade is going to do do for you on your behalf. It's going to be something to enhance your powers, they're saying, as I do air quotes, because um, I am going to put this up on the podcast, but it, it's, it's, it's something different for everyone, and it's a gift for all the hard work that you've done on your path, hence the fact that you kind of have to be a little bit further along on your journey, doing a little bit more advanced work in order to receive this upgrade. Um, for those of you, for those folks that were watching like the card reading that weren't so much more advanced, they were getting a different type of upgrade, but I didn't go into it there because it's more of like a high level message. Where do you want me to start? Okay, we want me to start with cards. I said cards. So let's just tease out a few cards. Now I did, this is the page that's open. Um, I brought out the I Spy book and I used it on that other reading as well. And we had the treasure map. Now this one, the book is falling open to this picture. Um, if you're listening to this, it's like a cave. Um, this book is very um, seaside oriented. It reminds me very much of Rockaway Point, which is where the end, which is the, where the majority of the bringers of the light stories are, ha are you know, based out of. But it's like a little sea cave. It just has a little tiny portal off to the side. Um, and inside of the cave, and there's light coming. Is that my light or that light? Well, no, there's something here. There's like a, um, it's hard to see, but there's like a rope coming down. So almost like you could spelunk or whatever into this cave. And inside of it is all these magical items. There's our, there's our, um, uh, this is symbolic of this journey to Lion's Gate. It's like a ship's wheel. And there's a lantern for like our hermit. And this is this next three weeks is this kind of not that you're not that you're stuck, not that you're not moving forward, but that there's all sorts of goodness to be gained whenever you go into sacred space over this time period. And just meditate on these doors that are opening for us or for you. Um, the things that are immediately standing out to me here, obviously the lantern, the, um, the wheel, and it's probably going to be hard. There is like a spider on a fishing net, like right about here. But the other thing, and it's really hard to see, I don't know if you're going to be able to see it, but up in the corner, I can't, this light coming in is so bright. Uh, not how to get it. It's in here somewhere etched into the rock says think of me It's like someone came in and like scratched it into the rock and says think of me All right The little um, the little rhyme says I spy a bird's nest three spiders a key a pulley a pirate and think of me a lady a plate an acorn cap three snail shells, and another treasure map. Oh my gosh. It's like treasure map upon treasure map. It's just really getting a little bit intricate now and a little bit um, kind, of, kind of hard to manage um, if you just try to picture it in your mind um, because everything's starting to layer upon layer on top of each other. Um, almost like timelines are collapsing over this time period, which I have felt that as well too, like old timelines collapsing, um, a lot of deja vu coming up, like, didn't I already do this before? Or haven't I already run this sequence? Kind of like when a computer's like running a sequence again and again and again and again. And finally it's like, it's so redundant. It has to like be almost like clearing cash from a computer. So that's kind of happening a little bit is old redundant programs are being um, swept away. What cards do you want me to do? 
because that was already a lot of stuff. A bird's nest is, I mean, these are all symbolic and metaphorical. Three spiders, three. There's a key in this cave as well, um, which is one of our keys. So, you know, I think back and I'm like, which one of my three keys did I use in May? I don't even remember which key am I going to be using now? You know, I have to meditate on that. I have to kind of remember my keys, get them out and kind of like spend a little bit of time on this. And it's like, well, why is it important to even do that? And they're saying, because it's going to help you map the way forward. Um, as the energy starts to lighten up after the solstice, you're going to have a very clear vision of the next six months ahead of you. And so if you do this kind of pre-work in hermit mode now, um, it's going to get you, it's going to get you prepared and ready to just move out on the trail on the, on the treasure map um, that's laid out before you. Um, let's go to there. How many go to Loveland Oracle first and just pull a few cards and then we're going to read, I guess we'll save the Rose of San Juan Capistrano for the end. So the card that came out is interesting. You don't own me. You don't own me. Like the Phoenix rising, Linnell primmed her hair and spritzed on bubblegum perfume. She would go to the dance without Larry. She was finally free. She's got a lot of symbolic codes. She's got a lot of light codes on her face. Um, even if you can't see this, it's fine. You don't have to necessarily see the card, but um, we talked about this in the June energy update, the um, theme of the wallflower awakening and you being the one kind of going, going back to the movie Dirty Dancing, like you being the one standing up and going, no one puts baby in a corner. Not that somebody even has to say that on your behalf anymore. It's like you have reached this level of sovereignty and freedom and um, advanced placement. They're saying advanced placement in your spiritual journey that you can, um, you can stand up for yourself and nobody can tell you anymore nobody can tell you anymore. Like, you know what you need to know, what you need to do on your journey. And it's really like nobody say anymore about it. So we have, you don't own me. Come on. What's this six, six, six gate. Keep going. All right. I'm going to pick up the gill tarot. This six, six, six portal. It seems very complex energetically. It just doesn't even seem easy for me to wrap my head around. It's like, I want to kind of like draw it out or something, but this time I got two cards. So they are, they said they are leading us. We got these same two cards this morning. Um, this one is, was in reverse, which I read reversals as more of a significator or an exclamation point rather than reversed energy. I just saw 2121. I don't know why that's important, but the card is the nine of, um, wands and it says preparation. So this is a preparatory phase where you're getting upgraded and downloaded and prepared to move ahead in a new level of freedom and of sovereignty. The other card that came out was the chariot along with the preparation card. So it's like, it's, it seems like you're in the dark because this card, it's like black with nine white candles and the number nine kind of at the end, it just seems like you're in the dark. Um, so outwardly, it seems like, yeah, I'm in preparation mode and I'm in the darkness, kind of like the cave in the picture book. But in reality, things are behind the scenes moving forward um, because the wheels of this chariot are really moving fast. And but it almost looks like a spirit chariot. Um, it's somewhat translucent. So is the horse and the king or the king that's kind of moving this chariot, maneuvering this chariot along. This chariot only has one horse and it's like a fire horse. So this to me is very spirit world, like um, stuff happening behind the scenes that you can't see yet. And you're just, of course, being asked to trust. Of course. Let's pull out the Nordic tarot and just add to this messages of the 666. 666. We have one card out. Seven of Cups, Choices. Hmm. All right, let's add to that. Can we add to that with something? Which one? They want me to go back to the Guild Tarot. 
So there's choices. And the guild here, we've got the Ace of Wands with potency. This is all about, you've got a lot of choices that are going to be, that are gonna start presenting themselves to you. And your wishes and your choices are very powerful, especially for those of you that are watching, that are our advanced placement group. Um, your chakras are bigger, your auric field is larger, your um, influence in the energetic space is larger, so to speak, um, because your chakras and your energy field speak bigger volumes of energy out. We've talked about this before on the show. Um, and so it's kind of almost like a, yeah, you've got choices, but make those choices wisely. Ensure you're coming from a place of um, integrity, joy, something you really, really want um, because the potency of your wishes and desires is even stronger and even more magnified at this time. So it's magnified anyway, because your soul has a larger capacity to hold bigger energies. And so anything you say or intend is, is already somewhat magnified. Um, but during this powerful portent, <laughs> your wishes and intentions are even more potent. Oh my God. Uh, yes, they're telling me that's right. So um, they're giving me chills. So plant seeds wisely and pick only the things that really speak to your heart because um, I have found that too where it's like I've got choice A, B, C, D, E and I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting overwhelmed and I have to sit there for me because they all sound good and I'm like, okay, but there's only so many hours in a day and um, in my life, I have very few hours to work on my projects. You know, I, can't, I don't spend all day, you know, sitting here doing um doing this you know working on my projects i have to like time box stuff because my house needs my attention my son needs my attention my pets need my attention um my personal well-being needs my attention you know so choose wisely and choose the things that only really really speak to you and then when you do that the um the the magnification is even more so because you've it's like a perfect storm of whatever you choose to do being even more successful okay so they're saying one more bit of cards what am i going to do here the tarot at the end of the rainbow and then we'll get to our story and then we'll kind of summarize too because i feel like i need to summarize all of this king of cups all right, the King of Cups has come out. What is anything significant about this King of Cups? His throne is like gnarled roots. And he's sitting inside like a stream or a brook of rainbow light. And he's almost sit, like his throne is part of a tree. Yeah, his throne is part of a beautiful tree that looks like it has fall leaves on it. They're like orangey-ish autumn leaves. And the tree is like right in the middle of, right on top of a waterfall. That's a very interesting card. All right, what goes with the King of Cups? We're gonna get Pleiadian power here and see. And then we'll kind of tie all this together about this 6-6 six, six portal. This is just like crazy. Um, love Dragon Healing. Heal your heart through experiential play. Okay, so we've got more dragons coming in. We have two people in this card. There's like a little a little girl and a little boy kind of like standing next to each other. All right, I still, give me something else here. And then I'm gonna pull up the Labyrinth of Dragonshire, my handmade deck, and just add to this story. What's going on here? Oh, Heshmahar. All right, this might have to go back to the partnership again because we've got Love Spell out and we've got the blank card. I just left it in there because it's kind of like the, 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 
the card with nothing on it, it's completely like just a blank plastic insert for my hand-drawn cards, is, is to me the you create your own reality watch out kind of a card. Like it's a blank slate, you can do what you want with it. But how do all these heal your heart, love spell, and the king of cups fall in love with your life? Well, that's a pretty general message. We've had that quite often in the past. Fall in love with your life because it's the only life you get to live right now. I feel a song coming on. Fall in love with your life. It's the only life you get to live right now. Ba 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 do do do. I don't know. I think I want one more card. Let's close it out with one more card for Loveland. They just want to lead me down a little path. <laughs> Am I going to get Finland again? No, I got the mind. Oh, no wonder. Learning through experience. The card says overthinking and attachments are clouding your perspective. Time to clear the mental body. Meditation will bring in higher vibrations. All right. So this is what's happening here. It's like. I pulled these sets of cards. She'll better get that. Oh, these cards are flying all over the place. I pulled the King of Cups. I pulled the Heal Your Heart card. And I pulled the Love Spell card. And now I'm kind of like second guessing the message. I'm like trying to, rather than read it intuitively, trying to um, mentally pick it apart as to what it means. And they're saying... Use your heart and find what the message is for you. So they're like giving you homework. It's like, what is the King of Cups? Love Dragon Healing. Heal your heart through experiential play. Love Spell and a blank slate all mean to you. It could be different for each one of you and you're being called to get out of your headspace and just find out what, what it means to you what does this message mean to you because there's a mystery behind door number two that you can't see right now they're saying and you're having to feel through it and it's becoming uncomfortable and you're thinking about it too much and so you're asked to, to just let go and let God basically and what's meant to come for you to come for you they're saying will come to you in the right time well gee thanks all right, is there anything else? All right, that's a lot of good cards. So let's read Mahikira. Where are you? Oh, here you are. Jindira, hold on. Look at this little, he's like a little thunderbird. I'll do Scott Howden. You know I, me and my Scott Howden deck. We're going to have to finish off with the Scott Howden. All right. We are looking at the Rose of San Juan Capistrano. This also story also has messages and metaphors for you. I channeled this in this morning. Come on. And um, this is... Hold on. This is a bringers of the light story, a kind of a spirit guides of Tessa Locke story. This is the Rose of San Juan Capistrano. We started the story on the 555. This is a Rose of Inner Power. We've worked with roses before with the Rose of Santa Domingo, which is a, was a passion rose. This particular rose is goes back to you being in your sovereignty and being in your fire. And this was Rosalie and Calvin, who are soul flames. And they haven't completely awakened to the fact that they are bringers of the light, although they are, they are being asked to go on assignments, which at some point hopefully will awaken them to the fact, and maybe they'll, be, maybe they'll actually be told at some point by Bringers of the Light HQ that they are a part of the Bringers of the Light. 
They all, we also have um, Rosalie's cat, Catamancy, who's a wizard, Molly McBottoms, who's the house fae, and Greer, the house elf. And in the last chapter, um, Calvin was at home and he got a call. It was um, someone from the Bringers of the Light HQ pretending to be someone from a Whistling Gulch retreat, which this town of Whistling Gulch is having problems and is having some dark energy come in. And Highcore, who's the boss over at Bringers of the Light HQ, said, oh, I'm going to call, I'm going to call in the, this kind of um, novice pair of agents to work on this mission on behalf. So to do some is it grid keeping? To do some grid keeping and to do some light work. So they called Whistling Gold Wendy, who was Mrs. Smitherton of Bringers of Light HQ, called and told Calvin they had won some contest and that they were getting an all expense paid trip to for the weekend to spend this at Whistling Gulch retreat. And so they were really excited about Calvin is really excited and he wants to pack and all that and um, the house elf, so Greer and Molly McBottoms and Catamancy are like, well, we're tagging along on this quest um, as, you know, familiars and guardians, uh, as well as the Rose of San Juan Capistrano, who will also play a part in bringing down the light and the dark energy. So I would close my eyes on this one and I would listen with my master senses and I will help tease out any metaphors I think are meaningful to the collective. But there's quite a few things happening here that are important for this 6-6 six, six portal. So this is chapter two, the quest begins sort of, which already threw, had me because I was like, um, and I probably will interject if I need to here with the, with the metaphors, but it already had me because I was like, yeah, you're opening this 6-6 six, six portal door and then you're telling me for three weeks I'm in a void space. So already I was like miffed, like what? So Calvin, he puts down the phone from the, 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 the contest winning phone call, um, the faked call from Bringers Light HQ, and immediately he feels like he needs to go outside. An all-expense-paid trip to Whistling Gulch Retreat was just what he and Rosalie needed right now. The fact that he and his paramour were being called into some secret light service work never crossed his mind. Oh, why should, why should it? He technically didn't know that he was a bringer of the light. So I think some of you, because when I channel these stories, it pulls in the collective energy of the folks that are going to be watching this. So up there, you family members and community members that are watching this, it pulls in some of the, the um, more pertinent energies and puts them into the story so that we can then tease them out and work on them as a group. And it's like, for some reason, I think some of you doubt the fact that that's who you are and what you are. Um, you know you're powerful, but I don't think you fully realize um, how powerful you are and the light work that you're already doing on behalf of the planet on behalf of humanity, and you're being applauded for the fact that sometimes you're out there on mission and you're not even aware that you are. And you're questioning like, am I even doing, am I even doing my purpose? I'm not doing the ultimate maybe like job or spiritually based career or in the exact place that I feel like I wanted to be. Am I, am I really doing my service work? And it's like, hell yeah, you are. And a lot of times you're being called up to do it and you don't even realize you're doing it. So that was a big message that came from this. Um, why should it? He technically, technically didn't know he was a bringer of the light. Oh, well, he would learn soon enough. There was already an activation happening within his soul, even if he didn't quite recognize that anything was changing. This is that soul awakening that we just talked about earlier with the, um, angelic dragon fire coming down and giving you an upgrade. Gotta pack a bag, Calvin thought to himself. And let Rosalie know the good news. She'll be thrilled to be traveling again. As Calvin was puttering around trying to organize himself, Greer and Molly McBottoms were working to pack up themselves. They would have a short window of opportunity to tag along with the couple, and they still had to get the Rose of San Juan Capistrano ready for travel. It, too, had work to do. Sometimes, Calvin thought, it would be nice to drop everything and run away together, and now the time had come. 
So maybe some of you are gonna be traveling. I get the sense that some of you are traveling, maybe you hadn't really gone anywhere for a while. And now, even if it's just like a short journey, because I think this town of Whistling Gulch is not that far away from, these folks live in Tessalock, which is the sister city to Rockaway Point. One day I'll have somebody who's a really beautifully art, artfully illustrated person, like draw me the maps of all these places that I create. But for now, I just have to like, to, like talk about it. But anyway, um, He called Rosalie, he was just excited he was, and she canceled all her classes for the weekend so she could go. There was no time to waste as the limo was to pick them up at 7 a.m. sharp Saturday morning and whisk them away on this dream vacation. Calvin had packed lightly and ensured that someone could come by twice a day and walk his new pug carnelian. The pooch would have to stay behind under strict orders that pets were not allowed within or around the Whistling Gulch retreat. Something that Calvin thought was quite strange but hey, all expenses were paid, so he could hang without Carnelian for two days, right? So maybe some of you are worried about going away and leaving pets behind, like, oh my God, I don't even know, could I even, I don't know if I could go anywhere. <laughs> Nobody to take care of my dog. She's so high maintenance. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to go there. But anyway, maybe some of you have an opportunity to go away and you're feeling like you have all these responsibilities that you can't um, set aside for just a, you know, a day trip or a two day trip or whatever. And you're being asked to like, you know, come on, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Chapter three, Whistling Gulch is not what it seems. It was by no chance that this assignment had come to the attention of the bringers of the Light HQ. Something sinister was going on in the small town. Let's just say it made the deep forest elves look like saints compared to the dark magic that was threatening the town. The deep forest elves came out in the first story of Bringers of the, Light, or the Rose of uh, Santo Domingo where they like <laughs> set Catamancy's tail on fire because they didn't want him in their little deep forest hangout. <laughs> oh my God, these stories. <laughs> you may you may wonder why novices and undeclared bringers of the light would be called to service if such a dark force was beckoning. Why not bring in Abigail and Dakar, you might ask, or that badass Tambor and her now soul flame Jameson, both very formidable pairs for such a dark reckoning. But sending in a newbie pair, all unassuming and unaware, was the perfect trap, Highcourt thought, as he used his scrying bowl to keep an eye on the spirits of the town. So very much here what's coming out is um, power couples. So either you're part of a power couple now doing advanced light work and you're just kind of hanging with me, like, you know, <laughs> seeing what's going on. Uh, like, you don't really need me or TLC for this old channel, but you kind of just do it just for fun. Um, but power couples are very much um, highlighted here too during the 6-6 portal. Um, they were going to need a miracle on this one and Highcorn knew that although time was of the essence, it was also important to keep the faith that everything would work out just fine. Whistling Gulch retreat staff were preparing the windfall suite for the winners of the Whistling Gulch pie-eating contest, and as such, Calvin and Rosalie were walking right into the trap. Could they find their way out of this maze of secrets and intentionally place booby traps to save the day? Well, that remains to be seen. If one little Rose could save the day before and bring the pair together, then certainly love over all else would save them all again. So you all are being called up on mission. There's just no other way to put it. Whether you feel like you're a bringer of the light or not, whether you're part of a power couple yet or not, maybe you're part of some 5D power couple and you haven't met your 3D counterpart yet. Um, regardless, it looks like power of couples are being called to mission. So that would be another thing they're saying to sit and meditate on, especially like what is my power couple mission, not just my individual mission, but what is my, remember we said somewhere, we said we're in preparation. So some of you are preparing for this power couple mission and you don't know what it is yet, but you're being given hints and clues as to what it might be. And so 
during this hermiting phase, when you're meditating in your cave with your lantern and your <laughs> think of me scrawled on the wall, um, for those of you that are in an existing 3D power couple relationship, you know, meditate on it and get your guides together. Like, I don't know if you already do this. I would assume if you're part of a spiritually based power couple, then you both are clear on what your mission is. They, but they're saying, they're telling me some are not yet. So some have not been activated yet. So some of you are going to get activated and you're going to get a whole other set of guides that are like your power couple mission guides. You're going to have your own bringers of the light HQ guides to guide you on these power couple soul missions. Same thing for those of you that haven't met your person yet. Maybe they're coming in. Uh, who knows when they're coming in. But you're working together on the 5D as a power couple in preparation for a physical reunion, so to speak. And you've got a mission together as well. And so during this three-week time period, you're being asked to sit down with your team of guides, call in the higher self of your partner and their team of guides, and then just be open to receive messages about what your soul purpose and mission as a power couple might look like moving forward. Because those answers, my guides are saying that the answers are being spoon fed to you, but you can't, you're getting them like in bits and pieces. And so the puzzle is just right now is just puzzle pieces everywhere. Hence these maps upon maps that are, we're getting kind of intricately, energetically intricate. Um, it's like you have your map for your soul mission. And then there's this other map that's like this dual soul mission and it hasn't been activated yet. And it's not even a full puzzle yet. It's just some pieces like laid out and they haven't even like started to be the, they're saying the borders put together because the container has already been created for the work to be done, but the pieces are kind of still scattered everywhere and your guides are feeding you pieces that go like in this energetic container, but you are still in the dark about how all the pieces fit together. And so there is an opportunity to sit and meditate in that space that I just talked about where you've got the two teams coming together um, because your guides will share as much as they can with you about what that power couple journey is going to look like. They're saying obviously there's still things they won't be able to share just yet because some of it is meant for you to discover when you're together um, yourselves, like you're going on a treasure hunt yourself, but you can do some of this preparatory work on your own. Or I see like if you're already in this power couple, I see you kind of like sitting in meditation pose, you know, facing each other and just kind of like bringing in that whole team and being asked to be shown what's next for you to work on. But let's get this. This is one of my most favorite decks, The Oracle of Light and Dreams by Scott Howden. Let's kind of finish out this 6-6 six, six portal Journey to Lionsgate show with a card from good old, my good old soul brother. I don't know Scott personally, but I must know him in the 5D because it's really working. Speaks to me. Oh, see, I'm telling you, every time one of these cards come out, Scott, of course, we got winter solstice. <laughs> um, we got winter solstice. What's the winter solstice all about? It's card number 11. I don't even have to really read from the book, but... Rejoice, honor, self-reflection, and rebirth. In a secret and magical dell, an ethereal elven fawn enjoys the serenity as the delicate snowflakes dance in the half-light and wrap around her in a soft embrace. Her fine, festive winter dress with its intricate spun gold embroidery, along with the vibrant poinsettia, poinsettia, some people say poinsettia, poinsettia, and decorative hair adornments reflect the significance of the winter solstice. It is a time of reflection and renewal, as well as a time to celebrate the moon and the longest hours of darkness. We can harness the power of ceremony and celebration to create positive change and healing in our lives. Life is what you celebrate. All of it, even its end, is the quote from Joanne Harris in Chocolat. 
So this three weeks through the solstice is a time of reflection. It's not that it's not a time of action. You're not being called to like go into like silent retreat mode. It's not that at all. Um, you're being asked to do some um, dedicated meditative work and inner work on all the things we just talked about. So you've got some individual soul missions work. Um, you've got partnerships coming up for some of you um, where if, if the partnership is already in place, it's getting an upgrade. Um, you're being asked to work with your 3D spiritual partner on mapping out what that might look like with help from both teams of your guides, as well as whenever this new team, this overarching team kind of comes in, the one that is going to help you with this. And um, you're also getting a spiritual body, light body upgrade, so to speak, enhanced powers, enhanced cognition, enhanced sight. Um, it's going to be different for all of you. And so this is why you're going to need that rest, also need that rest and reflection time that comes with the winter solstice card. Um, the past several days in the afternoon, I've just suddenly like felt compelled to slump down on the couch and I've fallen asleep for two hours each time and then work is being done um, on your light body while you're asleep during those power naps. So let those happen if they happen. It's kind of a little disconcerting because I wake up and I'm like, where'd two hours just go? And then it's like 6.30 at night and I'm like, well, I'm already ready for bed. <laughs> it's very strange. So you're going to be getting, you're going to have a little bit of a feeling of like a time outside of time feeling as well. That's these void spaces always are. But just try as best you can to enjoy them. Um, it won't always come like this. So it's kind of a powerful and fun time to note um, how this year is different from maybe things you've experienced in the past years. So that is enough said for now, my lovelies. I want to thank you all for joining me. Again, um, pop into Loveland Tarot if you want to hear, just see some card readings um, diving, you know, giving you extra messages for you guys. It'll just be giving you extra messages and confirmations. And I think the next episode for us here is going to be the twin soul, soul flame. I'm going to do, be doing an introductory video for that. And then if you want to dive deeper with the recorded session, you can sign up for that on my website. So I want to thank you all so much for joining me and we will see you all again soon in the next episode. Take care.